0: Coming to you from Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Indiana's exclusive Aladino Cigar Lounge. It's Final Third Friday.
1: Welcome back to
2: Final Third Friday with a special guest tonight. Jake Sanders from Crown Heads. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. We're excited to do a pairing today with... Well, you
0: tell us a little bit. Well, before we get into that, let's at least introduce everybody. My bad. I'm Isaiah, and we've got a returning guest, a man who still won't retrohale, even though we taught him. (laughs) We'll get him to tonight again. I look
1: like a three-year-old when I try to do it. Uh, It's all right. It's somewhere. Yeah.
2: So yeah. So we decided to bring Jake in today. Talk a little bit about this new cigar release with Crown Heads that's already been selling great here, but we're excited to pair it up today.
3: Yeah, for sure. So, well, again, thank you guys for having me on. Actually, this is the first time I'm meeting Isaiah, so I know yeah. he's a huge fan of Crownheads. Kind of funny. It's uh, nice to. Yeah, be you here. always
0: you always ditch me. No, I have a I have a day job, so <laughs> it's like you come in during the week <laughs> and I'm never here. Yeah, no. yeah. No.
3: <laughs> Well, I nonetheless I greatly appreciate you guys having me on. A um, little bit of my background: I came from uh, retail cigars, so. I know exactly what you guys do. I commend uh, Rob and Isaiah, what you guys do on a daily basis. So originally from Columbus, Ohio, started at Tinderbox at Easton, um, started my own podcast with a buddy named Steve Crane. It's called Bourbon and BS Podcast. All right. So um, it's kind of what you guys do here. Um, Little... very structured in like our segments and they do a lot of ratings i don't know if you guys do that but i know steve's done that since i left okay but um he just does it in his garage so it's pretty cool cool and awesome. uh, i worked for burn by rocky patel in indianapolis was there for almost three years and then i started with crowned heads as their northeast sales manager in july of this year awesome yeah you saw the light yep yeah well i mean (laughs) this is yeah i mean this is something i was uh working towards so i yeah. i wouldn't trade anything about burn by rocky patel in indianapolis for sure. anything so totally. it's just uh it's amazing experience beautiful spot yeah but obviously you have a beautiful spot here oh well, thank that you final third so thank I, you. I love this place appreciate yeah. it man That's funny
2: yeah i mean it's it's been fun to watch because i'm you, we've been watching you from afar on, on your travels around the northeast and east right now um, yeah. and it's just been fun to They're watch how much you're growing
3: everywhere. Oh, yeah. dude, yeah, we all have. You're killing it. I mean, it's still a very, um, I mean, not a very small company, but I mean, Crown is still considered a boutique brand. Sure. Yeah. Um, and we have uh, four or five different, you know, regional sales managers. So, and then Miguel Shadell with our national as our national sales manager. So, um, there's a lot of area to cover to totally. say the least so yeah. Um, yeah. but it's good it's it's really cool to see like the northeast part of the country um you know i'm kind of a hillbilly so i don't really go out of the midwest or <laughs> tennessee yeah. you know that's about as <laughs> far I <gotcha>. you know <laughs> yeah but seeing seeing like eastern part of uh new york and new england is it's really cool to see that part of the country so awesome Absolutely. well
2: good deal so today, you want to talk a little bit more about that cigar? Yeah,
3: of course. A little bit. So, so um, what we're going to be smoking tonight is the Azul E Oro, um, blue and gold, if you will. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro uh, wrapper leaf, and then it's a Nicaraguan Jalapa binder, um, and then it's a all uh, Nicaraguan filler. Yeah.
2: So, okay. Cool. Yeah. I guess I had it down as Dominican Nicaraguan. Yeah. Probably
3: need to change that, huh? Yeah. Um, so it's. Uh, Where'd you get your info?
0: Half wheel.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I usually have to look at two or three different sites to figure it out, and someone. Yeah. Uh, nah, you probably had to me. <laughs> okay.
3: Well, it's got so. It it does have Dominican. You're not totally wrong. It does have Dominican. Focus, good. So, okay. Good. Yeah. Good. But Just it's, a very light about. Yeah. It's got all um, the regions of uh, Nicaragua. No, oh, awesome. As, yeah. Um, as far as Condega, Ometempe, and then Jalapa. Jalapa.
0: Yeah. So. So today well, we're pairing that with Heaven Hill's bottled and bond. This is a seven year bottled and bond product from Heaven Hill. So. Yeah. And yeah. much else to say about it, it's just good heaven hill. It's just so. good heaven hill, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, took
3: their six-year that was $15 and bumped it up to $55 or $70, and it's a year older. It's, it's a year great. Wow. Put it in a nice bottle. It's great. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome.
1: Who throw it on allocation. Uh, and it's hard for people to get. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't remind me about my baby the six-year. I miss that bottle so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had a case of it at one point in my life. I think everybody had a case well, of it at one uh, point in their
3: life. Let's <laughs> get our
2: pores yeah. going here so we can get started.
3: But you guys, uh, this just shipped to you guys, correct? Yes. Like, what, we ago? got it last week. Yeah, yeah. right before yeah. Thanksgiving. I was.
0: Don't do that yet. You gotta do a cold draw, bud. Hey, come on the show a second time. Still figuring it out. I'm excited. <laughs>
2: yeah, this this cigar is very nice construction. It's got a nice oily, obscure oh, wrapper on it. Um, dark, rich brown, and. A huge cap, which I love. Yeah. Gives you any opportunity to cut it whichever way you want. Yep. And
3: it's a great size, too. Um, it is. You know, you got a 6 by 52 So, I mean, a true, in my mind, a true Toro. Right. Um, what a Toro should be for sure. Yeah. I, I'm a big Toro guy. Um, I like to enjoy my cigars and I enjoy, you know, sitting down for an hour, hour and a half. So, I think that's what cigars are made for.
2: I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Although I do smoke a lot of small ones, I'll yeah. smoke two instead of
3: one. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> sometimes uh, you have stuff like uh, like our B fifty, the Bosphorus, oh, done yeah. by Tim Osgener. I call that one the Dog Walker. Yeah, so it's <laughs> oh, yeah. four we got by fifty-two in there now.
0: We just yeah. got that yeah. in this week, so so
3: it's four by fifty. You know, it's a tiny right. little box press cigar, but it works.
0: <laughs> so on the cold draw on this one, what I'm getting is almost uh, like chocolate. And raisins. I'm getting raisin brand. I'm not
2: getting a lot of chocolate. Okay, it's like I'm back to that raisin brand again. I'm getting that brand uh, kind of. I can hang. find some
1: dark chocolate yeah. and definitely some raisin in there. You mean like on the lips, on the tongue,
0: the chocolate, or on the draw? On the draw. But it's like you opened up a a, bo- uh, a thing of Swiss. I, guess I can see like a very mild, <laughs> like, coat, <laughs> like like a
2: coat, like mild. Coat. Yeah, I, I could see that.
3: It does really have, like, a. it's got a beautiful, like, dark chocolate, like, rich espresso, cocoa kind of yeah, thing yeah, going totally. on. And it, and it, I mean, I Dude, lit up it. before yeah, we got yeah. started, so.
2: Well, and um, in, in full disclosure, we were talking about what to pair this with, and we were thinking about a couple of different things. I wasn't really feeling the old-fashioned or the Sazerac we were talking about earlier. So throughout the uh, Uncle Nearest and the old um, the Heaven Hill Bottle and Bond and yeah this one definitely hit his palate, so that's what we're going with.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge uh, Heaven Hill fan. Um, I know you are too, Eric, oh, yeah. so um, I'm a big Elijah Craig fan and there's like nothing that they can do any wrong with, so um, I think this was a great pairing. Now, if you speak to a lot of uh, traditional cigar smokers like Miguel, um, he would say that rum rum is always the the best pairing with cigars, but he's lying. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that, that's kind of. I'll see if Miguel sees this. <laughs> that, that's kind of reminds me of the guys or the people that really enjoy an Irish whiskey or, a, or a Scotch. It's a little lower proof. It's more smooth and sweet. Yeah, I get it. But I'm, honestly, all four of us at this table were, yeah, well, we're whiskey guys sh- Yeah, I, I like bourbon. <laughs> I like bourbon a lot. Yeah. So I need to get this little cool. I'm ready.
1: Agreed.
3: So I will say um, I spoke to uh, John Huber, one of our own, one of the owners of Crown Heads, mm-hmm. um, and it was interesting. Before I actually smoked this cigar, based off of the blend, um, just specifically the blend, I really thought it was going to be a lot like um, the La Imperiosa, okay, yeah. um, because the La Imperiosa is an Ecuadorian Habano Escurro as well. Um and as if you don't know, that was our original Las Calaveras from 2014 mm. from back in the day. So that's why a lot of people really, okay. really enjoy the um La Imperiosa. Oh, so okay. and it's all done at my father's. Um this one is not, however. Um this is done at the Noxa factory. Um so Okay. Yep.
1: Mm.
3: But it's oh. definitely... Oh. yeah. Oh, that first note. I can smell it off the aroma just from oh. your guys' light up, and I'm smoking it. <laughs>
2: Trying yeah. to
3: think of what that even is.
0: It's like a um,
2: – gosh, what is that?
0: Well, aroma... Almost like a mini wheat. Yeah, so, I was thinking that. Without, or, without the frosting. I keep thinking about I could, almost cinnamon raisin toast. Like, And I've already yeah. had a drink of the uh, the Heaven Hill bottle in Bond.
3: I get a ton of uh, – I can't really get past the rich chocolate, like the dark chocolate.
0: Guess you're lighter yeah and very, there's not very a big, big
3: chocolate so like you guys retro Hill yeah. right so like I don't get what I love about this cigar that I've been smoking th- thus far is there's not a ton of pepper yeah off That's, the retro hill yeah. um, and and i I love that I, l- I like to have like a rich cigar but not a ton of pepper yeah um, and I think that this is a beautifully balanced Cigar.
1: I would agree with that. I was in here on Sunday having one of these myself, and balanced is a really good word for yeah. it.
3: Yeah, there's no like real sharp spice characteristics. Um, it's very, very approachable, I think, to someone that doesn't smoke a lot of cigars. Sure. Um, but I think if you want, like especially in your guys' is like sales from every day to day. Yeah. I think it's a great cigar to mention to someone if they want to try something a little bit above medium body. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's definitely not your traditional like pepper and stuff like that on the retro hail. Like no. you're not getting black pepper, you're not getting red pepper here. I'm but getting what it is spice. doing is some baking spice. Yeah. It almost I... is like cinnamon red hot on yes, the uh, retro hail. Like there's a little bit of spice, a little bit of something to zing the nostrils, and it reminds me of like cinnamon.
1: Isaiah, you bullied me enough. Yeah. I did retrohale, and I, w- I would agree 100% <laughs> yeah. with that cinnamon yeah, red hot. It definitely has a red hot
3: kind it's of note to it. which oaky, I like though. It's so much. Yeah. so much oak and leather like in this.
2: Well, what's nice about this too is you know if you don't retrohale, yeah, there's a ton of flavor in the mouth. Yeah, there, yeah, there really When really you retrohale, it just intensifies all the flavors <laughs> and add all those baking spice notes. So it's going to hit. Whether you smoke with a retrohale or not, it's
3: going to hit you both ways. And I don't know about you guys. I think um, I don't know. In my opinion, I get a lot of like salty, like zestiness off of like Nicaraguan Jalapa hmm. tobacco. I know I, a lot of I people. I know a lot of people say like it should be like uh, it should be a little sweeter most of the time, but
0: I I'm getting it on my lips. Yeah. Is that what you get? In I get, like, a salt. A little salty yeah. on the yeah. lips. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I, yeah, I can't say, like, across the board, because I don't think I paid close enough attention when I'm smoking to Jalapa. Like, but uh, I could see that on this cigar for sure. We've just been
3: using, like, Crownhead has been using, like, a lot of Jalapa lately. Yeah. Um, even in the Bosphorus, like, one of the binders and that cigar um, by Tim Osgener. Okay, I definitely get Jalapa it in the Bosphorus. Well. Yeah.
0: Like, it, it's almost... Uh, I describe it as briny, but it reminds me of like okay. the same sort of sea salty thing that you get in I like the briny in a lot of, That's a good, in a lot of, where yeah. like, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, this barrel definitely hung out by the sea. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: and it's funny you mentioned that. So like the original, the, the story behind this cigar um, was the fact that, so in 2011, in the spring of 2011, this tobacco was being planted. Um, So the tobacco is like 10 years old, basically. Wow, okay. Um, But it's really, really cool because that's when Crown Heads was formulated, obviously, and uh, it was created in 2011. But when they went down there, they talked to uh, Gustavo, which was the head of Oliva Tobacco Mm -hmm. Company. And uh, so now he's uh, obviously like with Naxa and heading that whole thing, and so the idea was is that, or the storyline was that um, John and Mike Condor, the owners of Crowned Heads, along with Tim Osgener now, um, Mike and John went down to uh, Nicaragua and they gifted uh, Gustavo a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue. Um, The rumor is, is that bottle has still not been opened, but it was supposed to celebrate their friendship and everything that Gustavo had had done from the beginning with their tobacco. Um,
0: Yeah. So Eric had read that uh, and told me like, hey, this is like a... I guess a nod to Johnny Walker blue and before I had smoked it, I thought, Oh no,
1: uh, yeah,
3: <laughs> but it has nothing to do
1: with yeah. 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 it. Yeah. And I appreciate forward.
0: it for that. Yeah. so much. it's, yeah. it's yeah. purely
1: Azul Yoro is just yeah. Yeah. blue and gold. Yeah. 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 And John uh, Johnny
0: Bo- Walker blue. I don't care what anybody says. There's not a cigar that pairs well with it because it's nasty. <laughs> there's not a lot of cigars unless you really are
2: a heavily peated guy. Yeah, most people are not going to enjoy a peated scotch with a cigar. I love peated scotch, so I can. I smoke like Johnny Walker with Black. And Black's fine.
3: Johnny if, Walker Black cigar too. And if you talk to Rocky, he always does Johnny Walker Double Black on a big cube or on rocks. Yeah, that's, that's his drink. So yeah.
0: <laughs> That's funny. But what do you guys think so far? Uh, so on the ballot on this, I, I totally understand that mini-weeds thing that you're talking yeah. about. It's followed up by like by a, an extremely dark chocolate, like dark chocolate dust. Is it like a breadiness that like you're getting? Or oh, like yeah. A yeah, greeniness? totally. Is yeah. What, okay. Yeah, it started that's what it off like a mini-wheat, like mini you
2: wheat. just chew up a mini-wheat, yeah. and now it's becoming more of just like it's very more the flavors of the mini-wheat. In more of like a bready kind of form, yeah, which is nice.
0: It could be closer to like wheat toast or something could be, like that. Could be. But, uh, when
3: you get in the middle of it, it's just like super oaky.
1: It is. Yeah. Uh,
3: which is good. It's a good thing. It's still that. well-rounded. It's not bitter in any, in any means. So that's what I really, really right. enjoy about well, let's
1: it. Let's get into the
2: pour with it too, guys. Yeah.
3: Which the oakiness is probably great with this Heaven Hill
0: so the Gosh. sip after the smoke it brought out a lot of almost honey quality yeah. Yeah. in the uh heaven hill bottled and bond which i don't typically get there it's normally closer to like brown sugar yeah super I, oaky I uh, normally light get... nuttiness it's almost like a well today it's almost presenting as peanut but that's like the beam note yeah
1: <laughs> it, normally out of that heaven hill seven year i always find uh oh i always find some sweet cherry in there and this time around I would agree with that honey statement. It's I got that
3: brininess more off of the um, retro hill now.
1: Yeah,
2: and yeah. less and less of the spice. So like yeah. I took a sip, I took out. a sip,
3: and then I did a retro Same here. And the vapors. Um, from like the inside of my mouth, and then you know, blowing the retro oh, yeah. hill out, I got more of that like salty, like brininess. See, so that's get, pretty cool.
2: I get some of that saltiness on the roof of my mouth right now.
3: Yeah, yeah, you're almost like salivating. Yeah,
2: right, you know? yeah. And which again, and we've talked about that Bunch of guys sit around before. a table talking yeah. about salivating. Yeah. It's great. We've talked about <laughs> that on here before. You know, <laughs> we're here for it. A lot of great cigars will make your mouth water, yeah. not just because you're enjoying it, you want it, it's because the tobaccos are in it and everything else. Yeah. There are some cigars that are great that dry my mouth out, and I just don't enjoy smoking them that often.
0: Yeah. The other thing this pour did is it made the the bready notes on the cigar a lot less heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it um, smoothed it out. It did. It definitely did. Uh, just great. I mean, they're still there, still present, just not nearly as.
1: Yeah, I would say it removed any spikes that were there, which, if they were, they were minuscule at all. <laughs> but it, um, for me, it just it lets some of that Dark chocolate become less, less 96 percent cacao and more like 72 percent. Not near as bitter, so more rich and yeah, I can see that for sure. And it, man, it's just a little bit of leather, a little bit of oak, just nice, dark and heavy.
3: And what are you guys selling this for?
2: Uh, the cigar itself is 1439. Nice. The
0: poor I don't know what it probably runs. Probably twelve. <laughs> Eleven. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. eleven
2: for the poor. So you're looking at twenty five dollars on a regular day, you're gonna get this for $22, twenty two, twenty two
3: fifty, something like that on a on a pairing. It's not that bad for it's a fantastic. great experience. I agree.
1: Absolutely.
3: And what I love about like your guy, your guys' place is the fact that you do actually present, you know, bourbon um in a Glencairn. So yeah. you know, a lot of places don't really that was a big do that anymore. Yeah. That was a big deal for me. I am mean, like Well that, it's not it's not the cheapest way of doing things. It's <laughs> so, not yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, this is our second run here. As you can see, the logo has changed a little bit on the on the glens.
3: Oh yeah, it yeah, has. Because the one. new
2: the new manufacturer was actually a little better quality. What'd you None do with the old glens. ones? I still we've been using them. Oh okay. We, them them. The, we items, sold yeah. a bunch of them, but we've been using the rest of them up on the on there. Yeah, so
3: nice. I'm gonna have to get one of those.
2: And then we got the new the new minis. Might as well do some shout-out to merch. You know. There you go. Got the new mini glens, the wee glens. Yeah, And these things are awesome. I, I love those for a flight. They are. You get the same experience. Yeah. You get a half-ounce pour in there. It feels more like a one-and-a-half-ounce pour in the Yeah. Okay. Or maybe a two. Is that what it, No, so the it Glen Glencairn is
0: designed, the regular Glen is designed for one-and-a-half-ounce pour. Which we do, uh, too. Which we do, too. But we'll, you should thank us for that. We're giving yes. you more whiskey more for whiskey. your money. <laughs> uh, but the Wee designed perfectly for a half-ounce. So you're getting a... Uh, an extremely similar if not the exact same. So it's a third size yeah. is what the volume is on it. Okay. But it's still a proper tasting glass it because is. of the yes. shape. And honestly, I take weaklands to uh to bottle shares. Yep. Otherwise I get much. in trouble. Yeah. 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 No kidding. Like um, you put a one ounce pour in a weakland and you look at it and feel bad. You know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or do you feel really good? No, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, and I I mean if you go to
3: like most of uh like barrel picks, like down in Kentucky or really anywhere, I'm sure that they do the little cling Karens as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember when we did our Elijah Craig barrel proof pick, they did mini Heaven Hill ones. So, yeah. Well, speaking of which, speaking of which, it fits great. So, the, I,
2: I cut these holes out to, to do flight. We're going to start doing flights here. Um, I drilled them out to fit the mini glens. So, yeah. we can put four mini
3: glens on there. Yeah, because that's the bung in the middle, right? Yeah, Let that's just the bung,
2: the, which it fits in there just a little bit deeper. Nice. But it still fits all the way across, so yep. that'll give us an option to do some uh, um, flights here soon. Yeah. So now we just have the nice task of adding half-ounce pourers on every bottle on the menu. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll
2: get there. We'll get there. Maybe not, be Rob. will be coming in December it. for sure.
0: <laughs> That's it's a pretty short
2: timeline for you. I didn't say when in December. Oh, okay. Might be Christmas, might be New Year's Eve, but
1: understandable. No. under promise and over-deliver. That's what you got to do.
2: I don't know if you can tell very well on this, but that burn is yeah. absolutely spectacular. stack
3: of dimes there.
2: Or-
0: yeah. It is. It's nice, solid white ash on this thing. It's beautiful. I know we're talking about crown heads here, but the way this cigar burns reminds me a ton of the Blackbird Unkind. It kind of does. Where it's just a, a white ash, solid. solid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: I agree. I was, uh, when they first kind of released it to the reps or, you know, told us about it, that it was coming out, um, I originally had thought that the way that the, because we just got pictures of it. I had originally thought that it was going to be a kinetic, another Connecticut Broadleaf because that's been kind of the trend yeah. that Crown Heads has been going. Um, but I'm really glad that they chose to do this with uh, the Knoxa factory. So um, they really nailed it out. They knocked it out of the park. So.
2: so tell us a little bit about the factory. I mean, do you know much about their factory?
3: I don't I don't know a ton about the factory, okay. um, to, just to be completely honest okay. with you. Um, I What I will say is that um, there's a lot of different brands that have been using the factory for a while, you know like Steve Saka. Yeah. Um, Mi Corita. If you like the Mi Corita, the Mi Corita is done there as well. Cool. Um, so, and they do, and also that was another reason why I thought it was going to be a Connecticut Broadleaf is because they have a really big abundance of Connecticut Broadleaf ah. at that factory.
0: Okay. So, is that where the uh, Le Creme is made? No. So... Um, That's Pachardo.
3: Le Creme is uh, Ernesto. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, no, my father. I'm sorry. And then um, you're testing me here.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You're testing sorry. me here. Sorry.
0: We could just look at the bottom of the boxes. Yeah, I'm, you, yeah. You've met
1: the number one crown head super fan. Yeah, I yeah, do know
3: okay. that the Le Pétisiers is uh, done at um, Noxa
0: now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think the box we have is Pichardo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was originally not been released, done. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. The new it was, was originally released. done at Pichardo. Um, so can you tell me, are you guys pulling out of the Pichardo factory for everything? So right <laughs> you, now, I if can't. If you're not saying anything, don't worry about I it. I can't
3: uh, kind of disclose everything that's going on just because there is legal action going on. Gotcha. Um, what I will say is is that um, Mil Diaz and Juarez and CHC Serie is... Not changing. Okay. So.
2: <laughs> well, and you love that mill DS exactly I love where the it is. DS. Yeah, the mill DS. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't, I, some of those you just don't I think the change. Siri.
0: E, you could change factories. I'd like to see what it does <laughs> elsewhere. <Yeah>. fair. Fair. <laughs> I, I, I will
3: I, say that it's pretty not, cool to see. It's a,
0: it's a good cigar, but I'll, it's I'll, not the best that the crowd heads line I'll give
3: you guys some of the new Bosphorus. So, like, the Bosphorus is now doing at coming out of Ernesto Perez Carrillo's factory oh, cool. in the DR. Um, and I can tell you what, that the, the blend is It's already improved. The better? Yeah.
0: Wow. That's yeah. awesome.
3: So I can't wait to try I'll, I'll let you guys decide on what your thoughts are, but yeah. I, I believe that... It's even better than what it
0: was. Okay, Here, here's awesome. an even nerdier question. Do you know where the Pi Sinestasia was made? That was Pichardo. Okay. Yep. That was actually a good cigar. Yeah. It's
3: very good. The The idea behind the Pi Sinestasia was really, really cool. Because, and this was a
0: PCA only release. Right. Yes, it was. Okay.
3: Um, we still have some available.
2: Not for me because I've tried to order it and I can't get it. Really? Unless you want to. I, Pull I'm, some I'm not your rep. Come on, <laughs> Come on Dave. buddy. Come on, bud. Come on, Dave. Please, if you're please put in a good If you're listening to this, Dave. Come on, Dave, Dave is not listening to this. He don't no, care about not. us. He doesn't care about
0: us. <laughs>
3: <I> <laughs> no, he I'll, does. It's, uh, he does. He cares. He does. I'm teasing. He uh, He's a great guy. So, Dave yeah, Payne's has. been your guys' rep. Um, I'm just – the only reason why I'm here is because I live in Indiana. I'm moving back to Ohio. So, I'm glad you guys <laughs> got me on here. But you're not moving for a while, are you? I move it up. Probably about – probably eight months to a year okay so, okay but um no the cool thing about the pie synesthesia if, if you don't know about it um was kind of a pc exclusive limited edition um where it was uh, ecuadorian connecticut with the ecuadorian sumatra yeah binder um and it's one of my favorite cigars i i'm I keep trying to talk like Tim into making it like a main production.
0: Well, I, I, uh, when I was in Nashville last, like I went to the shop that got me started on boutiques, which was Smoker Zabbi in yeah. East Nashville. I went there and was like, Nate, do you have the Pisanestasia, also the Sfumato in C major, however yep. you say it? Yes. Yeah, you're right. You and uh, freaking bought a ton of them. And uh, first of all, that Sfumato in C major. That's a delicious coffee stick. It's a great like,
3: morning cigar.
0: Like it first cigar of the day delicious, a great follower to that is the piestat station. Yeah. yeah. And I've done that run way too much and I think I'm <laughs> down to like the last two of
3: Yeah, either they, uh, in my humidor. Whenever I go to a shop and you know they're kind of handing me cigars cuz I hand out cigars, um, that's what I'm grabbing most of the time. So it's it was fantastic the story behind it was was the fact that so tim osgener osgener family um you know the, f- the father started cao in 1968 you know in their basement grew it to a you know massive massive cigar yeah. company um and then sold it in 2007. Um, the last 10 years of his life uh, they started a nonprofit organization in nashville called oz family arts or Don't oz it. arts yeah. and what a lot of his paintings were around was color and um his disease called synesthesia where you are you are you guys familiar with no no okay are you yeah okay yeah so it's basically where you associate like a flavor profile with color or um a flavor profile with a number you know vice versa so um it's not
0: not really a disease yeah. It's just like a mental thing. Oh, I yeah, But they, yeah. they you did tell me about
3: they, this. They name That's right. it, they, they call yeah. it sensation. They have a name for it. They dub it as that. Okay. Um, but he made a painting um, that was based off the number pi, you know, 3.14. <laughs> You know,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: we can all do it in <laughs> yeah, yeah. our heads. Try to at least the first like five numbers. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, so he associated the numbers with colors. Um, and if you do get your hands on a Pius Anastasia, um the band on it is the exact painting okay. um, that he created. Cool. So but and then what they did was is Tim wanted to formulate a cigar based around the first number, you know, the first release, which was three um, of Pi, and uh, his father associated three with the color yellow. So then um, they wanted to find a cigar with kind of a yellowish wrapper, which was the Ecuadorian Connecticut.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, And then he's going to cool. do,
3: I believe, up to nine different uh, renditions. Well oh, that's cool. Or that's different cool. batches of that cigar. So, it
2: would be really that, awesome to see him do, like, a sample box of all of them down the road. I'm and all sure out.
3: that's what they're That'd thinking. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I'm sure that's what they're thinking. I keep but, thinking cool.
0: they need to do that at the Las Calaveras, but I don't know if they have back stock. I don't think they do. Yeah. I, when that stuff goes out. Just it go down to Smokers Choice.
2: You can get all, all of them back, like, 47 <laughs> years, can't you? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, no, uh, at least the last all they, three or all four. All they
2: have is 21 there. Oh, they're down to 21s? Because we got twenty-eighteens and 19s when we were there. Oh, we
3: did, yeah. yeah I found a place
0: with some 15s.
3: Really? You're yeah. going to have to mm. let me
0: know when we get done here. It's I'm in might, Connecticut. <laughs> I might have to call him up. Yeah, He'll drive up here this weekend. It's a good him. time.
3: But much like the pie synastasia that one was done um, as a 2,500 uh, box batch. Yeah. Um, and then this, this is done the same way. So 12-count box. Um, kind of side-by-side or stacked, if you will, Um, and the artwork on the box is beautiful, dark, you know, royal blue, navy blue, whatever you want to call it, and then then the gold accents, so, yeah, but 2,500 box batch.
0: Okay. That's such a good cigar.
1: So, So
2: what he's
3: saying is you need
2: to get in here and try this pairing because they're not going to last long. Exactly. Because I would assume you guys are probably getting pretty low on stock now, if not almost out.
3: Um... I mean, sales are really good, but I think, um, to be quite frank with everybody, I think a lot of people this year, they're, you know, with retailers, you know, they're kind of backing off because they know the slower months are coming. Um, In my opinion, I'm a little bit different, not just because I'm selling the cigar to you guys, but my retail days, I always wanted to beef up stock because we knew Christmas was coming. Right. So, and December at least from my experience, um, was always a really, really big month Um, and you tried to sell out of everything that you had.
0: I mean, it's interesting here at Final Third, like, it's kind of, I've seen other shops where it's like a rare occasion where somebody buys a whole box. Yeah. Not here. Yeah. We get quite often. We get box sales once a day. At least. Pretty close to that, yeah.
3: Yeah. But you got to think of your guys' clientele here. You know, like you're kind of out in the country. You know, you have people that probably have bigger garages, and there's a little bit of money out here, so they probably yeah. have cigar rooms.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, so. and, I mean, we're pulling from, you know, 15 minutes down the road in Geist and, yep. and Fishers and all that, too, which, you know, there's quite a bit of money down there and people coming out here. And, exactly. And they have a place to come inside and enjoy, and that's part of the culture we're trying to create here is – community and and coming in here and hanging out and making friends and honestly what better thing to do in the winter than to come sit inside and smoke a cigar and absolutely
3: hang out with some buddies yeah. so we well, even your uh cigar and you have uh, heat lamps right and then you kind of close yeah. it off a little bit
2: well and i've got a new uh new heater that's going to hopefully be able to heat it up for the whole winter too That's awesome so it's going to cost us a lot of money to run it because it's going to be a basically a big tank of propane every day yeah <laughs> but hey you know what You're worth it. You're worth it. (laughs) Even me? No. You're worth it too, Harry. You're not. Oh, thanks. I'm not worth it, Isaiah. And by (laughs) gosh, people
3: like you. Yeah,
2: he brings
1: whiskey. <laughs> I don't know
3: why. You bring whiskey. You bring
2: whiskey.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's really. Simple. It is a perk. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, that's right. You guys got to get with me after this. There is a bottle hiding in the car. No, there's yeah. not. No, anything
0: hiding in the car. No. No. no we would, no. no. That's not how we run no. shop around here. Well, after yeah. hours. Not oh, we close. No, no closed. not even after <laughs> hours. Yeah, <laughs> no, we would never do that. Never. No,
1: we would never. <laughs> I'll get I will with say. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I will say on the cigar it's definitely become more mild in the medium and definitely on that lower end of medium now. Yeah. Um, and that, like you were talking about the oakiness is starting to come out more in the cigar yeah,
3: for sure. Um,
2: but I'm not getting a lot of spice
0: on the retro hell right now. I, I'm not. Uh, it's almost more like a sweet wheat toast on the, on the ballot for me,
3: or uh, it'd be interesting to try this with um, Starlights. Uh, I always call it the cinnamon toast cunch. Oh,
0: the cigar oh. batch? Cigar batch Pick, yeah. The cigar batch, the cigar batch. Well, the problem is is that just overpowers it, powers every cigar. It's so cigar. sweet. It, it is. It's so, so sweet. sweet. Yeah. It's well, so interesting. It's you're, a grape. I have five bottles at the house, and it is just... I would never call it Cigar Batch at a Million Years. No, 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 it, is no. it just came it,
3: out very interesting.
0: Yeah, it is literally Cinnamon Toast Crunch and a great way to beat up any cigar you're smoking yeah.
2: <laughs> I will tell you, we just did a barrel pick. I don't think I've told you yet this, but back, oh. with Backbone. Yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you, that one, in my opinion, might be what we should be calling a Cigar Batch.
3: Okay. That we're, thing we're gonna was be just close. nice. Smoky. It's,
2: a,
1: well, not real smoky, No, but it's got sherry, port, port and a maro barrels. barrel. Yeah. It's, it's real dark. It's real oily. It can, I think it can hold up. I think it'll hold up. Like, nice. Did you do it as well? Yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah. Nice.
2: Yeah. We had six of us on the pick, and it was just a blast yeah. oh, Scott, he's one over here, too. He was on the pick with yeah, us. Scott show. So, was. everybody's here on the pick except for Chris right now. So, I always, so, I always like to ask It's like a
3: reunion. <laughs> when uh, we're doing, like, a pairing. So, like. Do you guys normally pair the cigar with your drink, or do you normally pair the drink with the cigar?
0: Oh, we always go cigar, cigar then drink. Cigar, then drink, yeah. Okay.
3: So your cigar is the base. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: So Rob unless, and I had a hard time figuring Unless we get a brand new bottle out. in. If yeah. we get a new bottle in and we're like, we really want to do this. Uh, like the Maverick, when we first looked at that one, we were yeah. thinking about doing that one. But the cigar, we wanted to work perfect with it anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's usually we want to showcase the cigar because that's what we want to start with anyway. Which
0: we originally, l- last week, wanted to do the Maverick with the Le Creme, but uh, we knew you were going to come on, so, so we, we can't do Crown Heads two weeks in a row. I <laughs> could, but... We, we had another
3: one to do, too, I would be so. happy. You but, could. Which uh, we I, do got to finalize our event. So I got the okay from David on that awesome, one. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about that? Well, go ahead and finish. With your yes,
2: thing, yes. I, I
1: Sorry, will buddy. say it, it all depends on the day. When I go to the humidor, it might be, you know what? I really want to smoke this cigar today, so what can I get that's going to go with it? Or it might be I really want to drink this bottle of whiskey today, so what cigar is going to play nice with it?
3: Right. It really Makes just sense.
1: depends how yeah. I'm feeling. Yeah.
3: I'm normally pairing my cigar with the bourbon um, just because that that was my, like, first love. So, yeah. Okay. But either way, I think this is a great pairing.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. This is delicious.
0: There are bottles I've got at the house that I would just never drink with a cigar. Cause, well, like Starlight Cigar Batch. That's one of those yeah. for me. Uh, they... Uh, when it first came out they touted the Oliva Siri V. Milano as like the perfect pairing for it. What? And they gave them all out to us at the event Interesting. and I was like, This is terrible. Yeah. Like uh- and I I mean I've I've had my fair share of cigars, but but, but granted, uh,
2: it wasn't the cigar; it was the pairing. No, because, yeah, because that it, I it love might that be on its own.
0: You. Like it's it's a perfect Christmas pour for me. It tastes like cinnamon toast crunch all day long, and I am a, a man of size, so I'm gonna enjoy <laughs> whiskey.
2: It tastes like cinnamon toast
0: See, crunch. And I'm not a
2: huge fan of that cigar batch, which.
1: That's
0: see, yeah, Rob accidentally left his bottle at a. Accidentally at a, on purpose. At a, at a bottle share. You're so welcome, so. Cole. Yeah. All yeah. I'm saying
1: is that if you put it in with some vanilla ice cream, you would have a heck of a bourbon milkshake. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, it tastes like a
0: Cinnabon. It's crazy. I'm gonna
1: have to try that. <laughs> you invite me over when we do that.
0: You know what? Uh, Blue Bell just released an oatmeal cream pie.
1: <laughs> ice cream. Oh, uh, don't. no things I, make my fat heart. It's happy. like <laughs> all, all fat kids go to the TV. Uh, and start oh. licking
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys, are you guys taking a sip first, or are you taking a puff first? And then? we go
2: both ways. Yeah, go, go bo- we go both ways. Yeah, Jake. Okay.
3: <laughs> Time for me to
2: leave. We're, we're, we don't discriminate either way. <laughs> no, we like. That's the thing I, we like to do. We like to go back and forth because it changes so much.
3: I'm getting more. Uh, I'm starting to reach my final third. <laughs> of my cigar and I'm, starting, yeah,
2: In the <laughs> and I'm starting the to lighter. reach
3: uh, oh, that point that. of the cigar and I think uh, I'm getting more of that sweetness which you normally don't get, you know, out of out of a cigar yeah. most of the time. You know, they're you're gonna get more of a bitiness, but this is actually smoothing out, which is kind of interesting
0: nice yeah so right now where i'm at is i'm just finishing up the first third hopping into the second same here and the retrohale's finally coming back for me but it's almost uh it's more t- like oak char than it is anything on the retrohale for me uh still kind of that cinnamon baking spice note but that's kind of what's living there on the palate especially after a sip it's sweet like wheat bread yeah yeah and there's a,
2: uh, the sweetness underneath it, It's just, you know, the mouthwatering sweetness is nice. Yeah, I think that's huge.
1: Yeah.
2: It's not buttery. Oh, we're not going there again? <laughs> yeah, it's buttery ice, cream, buttery ice cream. Vanilla bean. Hardly any. Hardly
0: any orange in it's this hardly one. Hardly any orange. It's a it's a joke to another. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll oh, I'm we'll aware. I'm show aware of it. That, where they reviewed. I'm just
3: yeah, gonna don't say go with it. oh, it's it's fine. Were they re- don't need to I thought it was a joke here. to uh, Eric Espinosa. No. Because no. no. normally um, he always you know to Eric it's like good tobacco or bad tobacco. Yeah. And he gets pissed when people talk about the the, the Ronja because yeah. it's orange, right?
0: Yeah. Um, but it definitely has an orange zest. It has in the orange, orange zest when you
2: light it up. I'm telling you. <laughs> It definitely I, does. I don't even tell people that and they'll light it up and they'll say, Oh, what am I getting there? It's like citrusy. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> but you are right though, there is some subliminal things going on when you see a band with a color. Yeah, well, how many like times you talk, World...
0: looks blue bonnets. Yeah, like, you
2: get blueberry notes in it. I mean yeah. it's nuts. Or look at Crux. what?
3: Oh yeah, like oh, Crux's yeah. Epicure Maduro, I just could have sworn I was like tasting mint.
2: Yeah, really. And so. a lot of times you get a red band, you'll think first thing you're thinking is, oh, I'm getting red pepper spice
1: on the retro. I'm like, yeah, are you really? I mean, you'll get that out of me if I'm smoking an Almafuego from Placencia, but yeah, yeah. But that is red pepper. <laughs> yeah,
0: hardly. That thing's an earth bomb. No, Almafuego.
1: No, Alma Fuego. Not fuego, fuego, fuego. Okay. yeah,
0: fuego. Yes. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, why I like your, the get get your placentias right. Yeah. Isaiah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that Come fuego on.
3: and the well, that's um, that's volcanic soil too, so you get a lot of a lot of that earthiness. It's yeah. really it's yeah. it's really earthy.
1: That, that that I get what
3: you're saying. That, that Fuerte. Alma
1: Fuerte is Do you oh. do the
3: Panatella or which
1: size do you Uh do? the Salomon yeah, the
3: Salamone, The Salomon oh. the, okay. the 7. Oh, the Fuerte, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm thinking of the Fuego. Yeah,
0: you're
1: thinking of the Red Band, I'm yep, thinking of I the am. Black Band. The
0: Fuego's is band. a ton better than the Fuerte, but eh, <laughs> <you just.
1: laughs>
0: he's, he's an earthy guy. He just loves earthy cigars. I
1: do, I can't yeah. help it. Hey, earthy dark with milk, something for Yeah, I mean,
0: what did it get, like 94
3: or something on, like, Cigar Aficionado when yeah. it first came uh, out?
1: I don't care, I just, I just knew that it was highly rated. I didn't even know that it was highly rated. I watched a bunch of reviews on it before I ever was really into cigars. And I managed to land the job that I have, and I went and bought one for myself because they're like twenty-two bucks a pop.
2: They have great. They have great. Then tobacco. you came in here and bought a box for yourself, and you smoked all of them. Yes, I did. <laughs> well, you gave
0: one to he gave, uh, he Dan. A
2: few. Uh, no, he gave. I'd say you probably gave almost half that box to friends to hanging out. Probably. I
0: did just shout out Dan Hart, so we got oh, to – cheers. Got a cheers, Dan. Cheers, Dan. Cheers, Dan. Dan. I got you, Eric, Ding. I got you. Thank you. This is another something we do. Our regulars <laughs> that get talked about, it just we cheers, cheers them. them. <laughs> now, when yeah. we get to talk about a lot of people, we get pretty hammered. Yeah. Just so, you know. Yeah. And if you need a refill, just. We got more. Horror, All
3: right. You know. Well, I think, uh, yeah, I know Dan. So, he came. He
1: Yeah, you met Dan. he yeah, came yeah. down to burn uh, yeah, actually, with him and yeah. his wife. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dan's an awesome guy. Yeah, actually, Jamie. I yeah. think Dan knew
2: you, knew you better than I did. For, you know, way before I did, yeah. so yeah. something like that. Words, so, so words. Jake,
0: here's the question. All right. Are you related to the Colonel in any way? I'm
3: not. Oh, man. I wish I was. That is so sad. I wish I was, but but I do want to... Uh, <laughs> when I have some time, I do want to get my uh, Kentucky Colonel certificate.
1: So that you can officially be Colonel Sanders? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Yeah.
3: Nice. So, if you didn't know Miguel, um, surprisingly, I'd, I'd you know whether it's surprising or not, but he's a Kentucky Colonel. Oh, really?
2: Yeah. What does it actually take to become a Kentucky Colonel? It's a status. You have to eat forty-seven <laughs> buckets
3: of chicken. In all
1: <laughs> Are we counting all the ones that I've already eaten no, up to all this in one point? Setting. No, oh. God.
3: It's uh, it's just a status, like a Kentucky status.
2: So, I do own small portion of, of land, land in that- Scotland. So do cause I. Because I bought a lot of LaFroy. He's saying so, <laughs> so. I am a lord. Yeah. I'm just saying,
1: uh, Lord, Lord I Rob. think all of your space is stacked up vertically. <laughs> you still only. <laughs> it have probably have one. No, it is. I want to go over
2: <laughs> there and say I've got fourteen. 14- Square feet. I'm gonna set up a lawn chair and just sit in the middle <laughs> of Ireland for a Honestly, Scotland. 14 square feet, pretty good. You I should you make it mind.
0: 20 and we can set up a hut.
2: <laughs> Problem is, it's gonna be like one here, one a mile
0: and a half over there, <laughs> one
2: over there. stand on one
0: foot. I wonder if they legitimately do oh, God, track those no. where. Yeah, no. there's no way. No. Well, it's just about like Maker's Mark having like your name on a barrel. Once it's probably like a the Maker's Mark, buy yourself ambassador. a star
2: and name your
3: wife after
2: it or something like that. You ever seen those? <laughs> yes. By a star. I'm like, oh, that's mine right there. That's it.
3: So you have to present your application to be a Kentucky colonel to the Kentucky governor. Okay. <laughs> and he has to bestow that honor upon you. He's
0: probably just like, "Hey, did you pay the fee?" And for Shit, a low, right. low cost of ninety nine, ninety nine, you
2: can be a colonel too. Yeah. Well, but wait. There's more. But Wait. There's more. <laughs> I
0: mean, the you same thing. Can get be the sp- warranty plan. For, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: For another three hundred dollars. Well, the same thing. I mean, same thing can be said about the like the Bourbon Trail. You know, those oh, g- yeah. those distilleries have to pay so much per year, yeah. and it's like I didn't it's realize how
1: much. Two hundred and fifty thousand it- dollars. Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, and the funny thing is, is like Wilderness Trail was asked to be a part of it, but I'm sure they didn't get any break on that. Oh, I'm sure not. They, might. they don't need to. You
1: well, know. no, not Their stuff anymore. Is not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. They just sold it all out for 600 mil. Oh, yeah. really? Where'd it go? Sazerac. Really?
0: No. 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 No, Campari. Campari. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Really?
1: Wild Turkey bought it.
0: Yeah, they bought wow. it.
1: Wow. No. I did not know that. The when did that happen? That uh, yeah. The group that
0: owns Turkey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, That's yeah.
1: that's going to be... The people
0: it. responsible for changing your bottles 70 times. Look. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get them started. No, I
1: can tell you who's responsible for that, and that is the head uh, or their creative director who doesn't need to be a creative director, and that is Matthew frickin' McConaughey. I think he's funny. I think he's a good actor. You don't need to be the creative director for Wild Turkey, and you do not need to have Long Branch on the shelves. All right, <laughs> all right, Taking up all, right, all of my there. eight-year-old product. <laughs> all right, all right. Because all in right. Japan, I can go get Wild Turkey 101 Eight Year every day of the week. All right, I can't Eric. get it here. So we're down. You're down, sir. Be you fine. have found a hot button issue. I know. I know. <laughs> you don't like
3: mesquite yeah. and your whiskey? No. <laughs> So
2: God did,
1: made Oak, and it was perfect.
2: I did listen to uh, McConaughey's show or book he wrote called Greenlight. Oh, you God. You ever it? No. And it's just him just talking about his life, and it's actually hilarious because he's reading it. Yeah. And it's like his entire career is based on the fact that he ad libbed and said, All right, all right, right all, all right. right. In a B rate movie. That. That was his
3: whole career right there. He wasn't even supposed to be in the movie. No, no, he wasn't.
2: He wasn't supposed to be in the movie. He wasn't supposed to say that either. He forgot his lines. and, and started that, just talking.
3: And if you look back at <laughs> that, that movie, amazing. it was completely star-studded.
2: Oh, yeah, God, yeah. And was,
3: nobody was, had what, any, was any they idea. Nobody.
0: Was um, I Confused. Oh, yeah, oh okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Confused. Gotcha.
3: It was completely star-studded. Yeah. You had, I mean, um, you had Ben Affleck. You had Matthew McConaughey. You had Cole Hauser. Yeah. the star of, like, Yellowstone now. So Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was a few other people, too. I mean, it was there were pretty quite wild. A few. Think, yeah. It was pretty wild how many uh, stars were in that movie before their time. So I'm a big movie buff. You can't tell. Yeah. I, that's so that's that's a fun topic
2: well, and
1: to you, talk about. You've got Dazed and Confused. Then you can go to Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and that's another star-studded movie. Yeah.
3: Yep.
1: <clears throat> how many I'm times did you pause the movie
2: it? at the certain time with, with, a certain with the young lady pulling out of the pool?
1: Me? Never. I was more of an animal house guy.
2: Well, porky's was the one because porky's, you just keep watching the show and just going, they're just going to keep bouncing all the way
1: through (laughs) and we got the explicit tag now.
2: Good job, Rob. (laughs) I was talking about basketballs. What are you talking about?
3: Well, yeah, we haven't cussed yet.
1: On my
2: this old podcast. Yeah, normally oh, yeah. Rob will do it first. Got to get more liquor in me. I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm trying to be good for once. Liquor? Which is... <laughs> Nearly good? Cool.
3: No.
0: On
1: my old liquor,
2: podcast, man, we her. just
3: let it fly. It was pretty wild. What's that? On my old podcast, we used to just let it fly. It's okay. We do, We don't too. care. We do, yeah. too. No, yeah. we don't care. So, I bit. do have a
2: serious question, though. So, this past year, looking back on the entire year, do you have, like, two or three cigars that came out this year? It doesn't have to be Crown Heads. It can be Crown Heads. That so you were, like... This was an Jake. amazing release this, this is year. Jake being
0: Jake. not yeah. Jake yeah. from Crown Heads no, yes. fine. That's and that's I mean fine. if
3: it's a Crown Heads that's totally fine but I mean. No, and that's why I mean that's why I love I mean I'll start off by saying that's why I love about working for Crown Heads was the fact that they're they they're very freedom oriented um, you know they know that they know good tobacco. So, yeah. you know, even John himself will say, like, who has great tobacco, and he'll talk about it and stuff like that, so I, I really do love working for him, but, man, as far as my three, um,
1: three, five, you know, whatever.
3: Yeah, um, you know, I got to say, so my old shop that I used to work at in Ohio when I first got my start, Tenderbox Easton, um, we were very big um, Espinosa fans. Yeah. So... And I've I've kind of always stayed that I've always been an Espinoza fan. Um, I gotta say I really do love the Espinoza ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, the tenth anniversary is is fantastic. Does it
0: I remind agree. you of the yeah. Knuckle Sandwich Habano? A little bit, a little bit, <laughs> not
2: near as spicy on the retro.
0: Hill. It's, it's a little it's, too it's close it's, for comfort. It's a little smoother, but I think it I think it is better.
3: Yeah, um, I'm. Oh, what else? I I do really like this year's Los Calaveras
0: Okay.
3: a lot. I think that cigar is fantastic. Okay, you're talking
0: about fresh Las Calaveras or like Las Calaveras now. plus three months? Uh, plus three months.
3: Yeah. I'll tell yeah. I got gotcha. you. I'll, I'll give
1: you that. Yeah. yeah. I, I've got I, one in it, the humidor just waiting. Yeah. It that. really took
0: like they came off good, but that. That Toro especially needed a little bit more time. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, with a
3: bigger size, and then well, and it's a fifty-four too, right? So it is a bigger ring gauge.
0: Yeah, yeah, those are always big
2: toros. It's not. Yeah. It's not a true Toro like this one.
3: No, no, it's a it's a fifty-four. <laughs> yeah, and if you talk to like John or any, you know, it's the Sublime size or Sublime, right. a, yeah. As some people call it. But
0: <laughs> what do they call it? Sublime. Sublime.
3: <laughs> it's kind oh, the, of a running joke. The
0: Siri e sublime. Yeah, it's, it's not the oh Siri. It's the Siri.
3: Siri. <laughs> Siri. Siri. Wow. Um. As far as my third, I, you know, I don't. Man, I can't. Nothing's like popping out in my head to be honest. Okay. So I think those are the. Those are the big two that really, like, stand out to me this That's year. awesome. So, I do smoke a lot of other blends and other factories and other cigar manufacturers, but I, I mean, I've told you this, Rob, is I'm a big uh, Croho fan, mm-hmm. so um, I just kind of, I I'd like to go back and smoke other stuff, yeah, um, that older stuff because I am, you know, younger. I'm 27, so there's a lot of things that you know came out before I did start smoking cigars. Yeah. Um, and obviously there's the tried and trues, so like yeah. Oliva V, even though you know it's not a Croho, but Oliva V Torpedo is one of my favorites. That oh. is
1: a great smoke. Um,
3: I love Krishna Roa's tobacco. Um, just the, like the original or the natural, like Aroa. Yeah. I love that cigar. That's a great cigar.
0: Have you had so, much from the Aladino good. line?
3: I have. Okay. Since I've been coming here, I, yeah. have. <laughs> I well, have. The Corojo Reserva. Especially yeah, at that number four. Special. I love oh, that. Number? Have you had the number four? I'd, it's the Little Corona. I don't know if I've had that one Okay. Because I don't release. normally smoke those kind of sizes. So, gotcha. well, I've had to get used to that with Crown Bones. Well, because John really likes his uh, oh, yeah. smaller sizes.
0: But
2: I'd say the regular release, or Robusto, is the best size. And then yeah. the Toro is the second, in my opinion. Um, but, but that Corona is just delicious. This number four is
0: Flavor Bomb.
3: It's, it's crazy. a
1: firecracker, man. It is. Yeah.
3: Oh, and I, I guess I will say, as my third, um, I, I would say like the Pie Synastasia. Yeah. As far as crown heads goes, I I yeah. love 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 that cigar. Yeah. Okay. So and those cigars aren't in that order. But, yeah. but yeah. I I was thinking, and the the pie really stood out.
0: Yeah. So well, that's cool. Man. Okay. Now here's something that we ask all of our guests: <clears throat> three bottles, <laughs> your special occasion pour, oh jeez, your everyday drinker, and your budget. Special occasion pour can be a bottle that you love and don't have, or a bottle you have. Or like, I'm just talking about your all time. Like, you just got married, you had a baby. Like, this is the poor I would want to have then. Um, that would probably be Eagle Rare 17.
1: Okay. Okay. By
0: that's... far. Um,
3: I, I have a buddy, his name's Chad, um, and him and I have become really close friends.
0: I would too if he had an Eagle Rare 17. Well, he's
3: <laughs> he's, he's a great dude, and uh, we live a mile away from each other. So if we drink too much, we just walk. <laughs> so it's kind of fun. But miles a um,
1: long distance when you're drunk, though.
3: Yeah, but it can also be fun. That's fair. <laughs> so it uh, whenever we go over to each other's places, you know, we try to go, you know, every other. Um, you know, he comes to my place, I'll go over to his. And we actually, we just did a thanks or a friendsgiving at his place, where they cooked dinner and everything, and he brought out all of his, you know, Buffalo Trace antique collection, and it was, it was very, very nice. And I, and I do the same thing when he comes over. You know, if there's there's only, I probably have a hundred and seventy plus bottles now, and there's probably ten that are off limits. So, you know, we just, and, and that's what it's about, right? But. Yeah. I, I would say, like, You Were 17 would be my kind of pinnacle yeah. of what, you know, my celebration pour would be. Um, I, uh, I really, really love the old uh, Boone County stuff yeah. when they first started. Um, and I actually, I don't get corrected about bourbon a lot. Um, but I was in Buffalo, New York, and a guy um, corrected me with, with bourbon about Boone County because I always thought it was MGP at the beginning, and it wasn't. Nope. Um, So um, I believe it was originally Heaven Hill, but I don't think they've really disclosed. They've never disclosed it. The only thing he said was they bought how many barrels from a Kentucky distillery?
1: Yeah, and- That would mean Heaven Hill or or beam. Beam. And here's but the it thing: don't taste you, like you exactly, if if you've ever tasted it, it does not have that beam note. You're talking.
3: Yeah. I mean, my favorite, my favorite <clears throat> bottle. You know, everybody has their favorite bottle. Um, was it was a Justin's House of Bourbon, Boone County, twelve year old pick, and it was 122.1 proof. Yeah. Um, and this stuff, it just tasted like dark chocolate covered raisins. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Um, and it is was, it a weeded? No.
0: Okay.
3: No. It was a 12-year-old bourbon, and this stuff was black in the bottle. So Amazing. That's, that's one of my, like, favorite bottles um, I still have. I had seven different picks at one time. I've drank through them. My last I, – I have this much of a um, Go Blue uh, pick from down there, Go Blue oh, Liquors yep. or whatever from down in Kentucky. Yep. I know um, you and, and then the last bottle is signed by the uh, – master distiller there, and, I, pro- and it, I probably won't drink that. So.
1: Have you ever yeah. stopped into Boone County? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's-
3: I haven't seen it since they've done their renovation the last couple of years. But Yeah,
1: so I was there last year around, um, around Labor Day. Thank you. And talk about a very nice facility to go yes. to. Yes, state of the art. Beautiful place, beautiful bar, great atmosphere. I had a great time there. But, um Speaking of Boone County, I'll have to get with you another night. I've got a seven year pick of Boone County from a store back home. Very nice. That you'll have to, I'll be curious to hear your thoughts on. I have a couple sixes,
3: and they're fantastic. Um, as far as my third goes, um, man, you know what I really, really miss is just like the original Elijah Craig 12.
1: Yeah.
0: I've seen you posting your pirate bottles. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: I really miss um, just that old, you know, you're talking about like a $25 bottle yep. of bourbon. Um, and then, you know, they went to doing the 12 year, you know, age. They went away from the 12 year age statement and now it's like a blend between six and eight, um, sometimes 10 with the batches. But, you know, now. All the Elijah Craig Barrel Proofs are the batches of the twelve years. Yep. So they don't have enough for, you know, the small batch anymore. Sure. So
1: you'll appreciate this. This is yeah, my, uh, <laughs> this is my victory oh, pour after I got engaged. match. So,
3: so tell them. Oh,
2: uh, it was I uh, your...
1: I don't remember the exact batch number, but it was one of the early bottles of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof nice. at one hundred and forty point two proof. Dang. Hazardous material. Can't yeah. take it on the plane. Yeah. That's nice. pretty awesome. It was. Stellar. Yeah. Well,
2: we've talked about this on here. We've got the the Elijah the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof C 922 batch back here. Yeah, it's good. It's one of my favorite that I've had of all time
3: with the Elijah Craig's. My favorite, I've not
2: had a ton of them.
3: Yeah. Of the ones I've had, the C 919. Yep. Um, was. Definitely one that kind of blew my doors off, okay. um, figuratively and physically, just because it was 136 proof. Oh yeah, yep. oh wow. Um, That's but it was so smooth
1: yeah.
3: for and so I mean you expect it to be rich, but it was so smooth and also rich at the same time, and also being 136 proof. You know, it's yeah. just wild how great that cigar was, or that. Whiskey was, but you know it was interesting because we were just down at Elijah Craig last week, me and my buddy, and we were asking. We did the bottle your own.
1: That's a great time, isn't it?
3: Uh, Yeah, it was, and we paid like forty bucks. And you go in, you we had our you you got your choice between Bernheim Seven Cast Strength, and then a Larceny Barrel Proof Cast Strength, or Larceny Barrel Proof, and then Elijah Craig Barrel Proof um, to bottle your own, and uh, Herb was kind of the tour guide and it's pretty interesting because i he was my tour guide during the connoisseur tour back um in 2000 and trying to think when i turned 21 um 2016 and uh he was the guy that kind of did the whole tour, and, and he's still there. And he's a great tour guide. If you, you know, a lot of people talk about Freddie at Buffalo Trace. Yep. But if you want to have a great experience at Heaven Hill down in Bardstown, go see, uh, try to ask for Herb, and he's a great guy. But they were saying that through the years, we had asked the question of why had the proof, why has the proof dropped on the Elijah Craig batches? the last you know couple years and it was because they had taken they said it's like it's like 20 barrels or something like that a batch really Yeah. yeah so like that's a lot of barrels going out the door at 12 years old um and you know so if people are you know wondering why they can't get stuff that's why you know you're talking about a barrel i mean what were you doing 12 years ago And that's how long those barrels have been sitting... (laughs) I certainly wasn't drinking. ...in the rickhouse. And then they just dump them all, and they go out, and they're sold. Yeah. Um, So they said that the only barrels that they had were all these old barrels that were sitting on, like, the first, second, and third tier. And then so those are lower uh, proofages, like proofage because of the moisture that's in the bottom of the rickhouse rather than the top. So, but... Cool news was is that Herb told us that they're ramping up for next year. So I, th- yes. I think we're going to start seeing, if you're a Heaven Hill fan and Elijah Craig fan, I think you're going to start seeing a lot more of that, you know, 125, 130. 30. Oh, yeah. You know, we, oh, when we did our Bottle Your Own, um, I know I've been talking for a while, but... <laughs> no, keep I, going, buddy. Um, I did the Bottle Your Own of the Elijah Craig, and it was 131 proof. And they had a couple of 13, 14-year barrels in there.
1: Oh, that's tight. Oh, that's awesome. So. I think mine, when I did the Bottle Your Own back in May, I think mine was right around 130 as well. It was either 129 or 131, somewhere in that yeah. neighborhood. Yep. And it's so darn good. It's really good. But you, you spoke about C919. Have you ever had B B520? Yeah. That is my all-time favorite. Really? Batch. What, is, what was the
3: proof on that? Do you remember?
1: I want to say it was 127.
3: Yeah, it wasn't, like, super high. It
1: wasn't super high, but it was so dark fruit forward. It was. I remember that. I just... It didn't
3: taste like Heaven Hill.
1: It almost didn't, no, because the the rye spice was almost gone out of it.
3: It reminded me of Boone County a little bit.
1: It was so good, and that's why I've got three bottles still sitting on my <laughs> shelf. Nice. That's the, the, about the only bottle I've ever hoarded.
0: One of the most interesting thing about Elijah Craig recently has been those picks, those uh, yes. single barrel picks. The only thing is, is I I know of a couple different groups that picked one, and somehow they mysteriously dropped a couple proof points in the bottling line. Huh? Yeah. Ours did not at burn. Okay. Ours raised
3: an entire proof point. Wow. Yeah. We uh, um, when we picked it back in March of this year. At Bern um, we went down there as a group and that was like that, that was like a amazing experience for myself since I'm a huge Elijah Craig fan anyways so
0: when they do it are they just giving you like three barrels to choose from yeah okay. yeah we
3: had three barrels we walked into warehouse Y I believe um, it's the first Rick house um, it's one of the oldest Rick houses on site. But it's it's the first Rickhouse, um, and when you drive uh, to the Heaven Hill Experience in Bardstown, yeah, um, and we went down there and they had three barrels laid out for us, and they had like the mini uh, Glen Karens. Um They had a whole table set up for us and everything. What made it very very cool was that they allowed us to thief uh, the whiskey out of the barrel yeah. and oh, the same yeah. copper thief that uh, Parker Beam used. Oh, wow. Back in the day. That's so, cool. like, the thing was, like, solid copper. It was actually pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, it was all dented up and oh, yeah. everything. Oh, so yeah. it was really, really great experience. And then we got to, you know, try the whiskey, and then they let us drink around the warehouse or the rickhouse. They yeah. let us just walk and roam around the that's rickhouse, awesome. like, inside. Um, and that's one of the th- – I. if somebody – if I could go down there and somebody just, like, Left me alone for three hours, I would just like look around at the dates on like all the barrels. So that was an amazing experience. Yeah, that's awesome. But we picked it, we picked our third, we picked the third barrel out of the lineup. Um, And it was a week off of its 11th birthday. So they couldn't technically say that it was 11 years old. It was 10 years old and 11 uh, months. And it was originally, like, 125.7 proof, and it ended up being, like, 126.8 when okay. we first got it. But you're talking about going from March to May when we got it. Yeah. So,
1: gotcha. Now, how long was it uh, before they actually dumped it and bottled?
3: It, it was dumped in May.
1: So that it would have become an 11-year-old at that point.
3: So it was a week, like I said, it was a week off of its 11-year Oh, birthday. after it was done. Yes. Oh,
1: okay. Yes. Okay, okay. I thought that's when you were thieving it. No, no. Okay, okay. Nice. I got you. Sorry about that. Yeah,
3: no. It's pretty, pretty amazing experience. So, but, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> we got to do second, well, third
0: notes on this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Jake's into the first third again on okay. his, yes. but. Uh, Rob, what are you getting in the second, third? we're almost rolling into the final third this is a oily wrapper yes. yeah it's it crazy
2: it's the strength level starting to kick up more yeah um definitely getting more of that it's i mean getting cinnamon on the palate still yeah um but getting that dark dark toast like over 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 toasted toast yeah absolutely. and um there's even a little bit of I hate to say it, I mean, it's almost like a little bit of an espresso kind of in there. Okay. I'm feeling I can, a little bit of espresso on the, on the palate a little bit too. And yeah. I haven't had a sip in a minute, but just on the cigar itself, it's it's definitely kicking up in strength. It's definitely in that medium to medium plus range right now probably.
0: Yeah. Um, so on the uh, retrohale of the cigar, you're getting more cedar. It is more of that woody note in there um, and still cinnamon. <laughs> But it's it's definitely leaning more yeah. like cedarish leather, in that in that sort of vein. Maybe for me a little
2: right now. maybe a little oaky, like a toasted oak, or instead of cedar. That's. I don't know that, if I'm getting the cedar as much as the okay oaky. I'd say more oak. toasted oak too. That, yeah.
1: That's where I was going to go. Is I was getting a lot of uh, oak and leather with definitely leather. Yeah. Uh, not so much cinnamon. More more baking spices. Well, all well, spices I'm, I'm all around. More
2: cinnamon spice, not cinnamon red hot.
1: Yeah, I would getting. say more cinnamon spice and definitely that toasted oak or at least just some kind of oak, it is there. It is darn good, and oily is a very good descriptor. But and my it's, gosh,
2: it's making
0: that whiskey taste better. It's Beautiful. changing it up. Yeah, it is still like Gotta get that the bottle. whiskey for me, is still, uh, it still pulls out more of that honey note. Yeah. Now it's yeah. like distinctly a clover honey. But it also accentuates a lot of that oak presence on the whiskey. It does, which I mean, it's only seven years old and it a hundred
1: proof.
3: It, it does is, take it the is hug really out of, out of the hundred proof, though. though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I,
1: I would say though, I would if I still get the honey, but I get a little bit of almost like a uh, hot honey to it. Now, the rye spice is starting to come back for me. Okay, just a little bit, and it, it creates a very nice distinction because this is, in a very good way very flat lined in its flavor it's there it's prevalent but you don't have a ride with it you know you know exactly what you're getting and you take a sip of that and it helps make that roller coaster that kind of up down feeling for me
3: i'd even say because i don't i don't smoke like a ton of full bodies like back to back um but just going from like the final third like back to relighting this cigar yeah i mean this is a cigar that you can smoke like multiple times if that's kind of the person that you totally. are you know and, oh, and yeah. i find that very that's one of the quality uh control aspects that i yeah. can that i see in like the cigars that Absolutely. i really enjoy
0: the other thing that i just got on the palette was that brininess we were talking yeah. about it's like after <clears throat> after what i'm perceiving to be like more wheat toast on the palate, that super charred toast it's and even then, more so when you get down then, to the... Then ribbon. right at the end, you get that slight, like, sea salt brininess.
2: Well, yeah. and I'm I'm still in the second third, towards the end of the second third. I'm actually getting a, and, and maybe maybe just my palate today, I'm getting a little bit, of, just on the roof of the mouth, a little bit of almost a minty kind of note to it. Just hitting my top of my mouth. Are you just talking about, like, a fresh quality? Yeah, like a fresh mint. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not like peppermint or anything like that, just a fresh kind Of mintiness, like it's cleaning your
0: palate. Yeah, this cigar tastes like toothpaste. No,
2: no, No. No, it does not. No, it does not.
1: Mm. No, but I mean, it's just distinct notes (laughs) of Colgate. You know, you know, cigars (laughs) that when you get done smoking them, they have
2: a leave your palate feeling fresh. That's what I'm getting on this. Yeah, that kind of a fresh, almost mintiness to it.
1: Yeah, it's like I said, I had this on Sunday and I even texted Jake about it because I was so impressed with it. It's so full of flavor, yet it doesn't beat you up by having all that flavor, and its balance is just so darn good. I really enjoy it.
0: This is as true of a medium as you can possibly get. You think so? It just stays in that stays in that realm the entire time. See, I feel like it's just a tick I,
3: above medium right really? just from the his exhale that he did, that's why I go like medium to full. Yeah. Okay. It was such a thick smoke. I would say it's medium okay. plus. Maybe the, the body itself is yeah. still like medium, but yeah. as far as like just the the thickness of the smoke is I, I think it's more like medium to full.
2: So, Interesting. See, so I attribute I, smoke, the smoke and the flavor more to the body. Yes. And I fit. the strength is just kind of that what lays on your palate hangs yeah. on you. Yeah. But so I'm for, not getting the strength. Forgive me as I am
1: the newer guy around here. Why do you attribute the smoke output to a fuller cigar?
3: Um. Honestly, it, it's just something that I've always been told. <laughs>
2: Okay. I think it's, again, um, I don't think it's fuller.
3: as in strength. It's yeah, fuller in body. Yeah. Is. Like the. A lot I of the feels, I agree hundred percent. A lot yeah. of people associate like flavor profile with body, and that's yeah. not. That's really not the case. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know, like you can have a spicy cigar as far as the flavor goes but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a full body cigar.
1: Where we okay, yeah. This
3: door rob. <laughs> that makes sense. She, so, it. I mean, Good. when you learn something new every day. Yeah, I like what Rob said. I I attribute more of the thickness of the smoke, the actual smoke to the body of the cigar.
0: Yeah, cuz that's All what right, you'll now, find. Uh, if I'm selling back. somebody the in the humidor, I'm selling this as a dead medium medium in the palate. Like you get cigars like the uh, <laughs> Aladino classic where that smokes. If you're not retro hailing, it smokes like light mild. to medium. Yes. Yeah, mild to medium. As soon as you retrohale, that takes it up to a medium. Yeah. This even with the retrohale is far as what I would say it is just straight medium. It doesn't, it doesn't beat you up with anything. It's extremely approachable. Yeah. But uh, definitely has a, a, super full flavor profile and
2: that's something you really got to watch when people are doing reviews because some people will say this one is full body or this one is full strength and most of the time when they're doing the reviews they're talking about the same thing Yeah, they're not distinguishing the difference a lot of cigars do stay in the same realm a medium strength, medium body this one, I'm thinking medium strength but I'm definitely saying more medium full on the body Yeah, so it does have a balance in there of, of both
0: going in a, I don't know. It just
1: yeah, it's it's
0: great. I mean, I, I smoke enough full bodies to
1: you know me. I I live in the earthy tones, and yeah. this this brings the darkness that I want. Maybe not the earthy tones, yeah, but it brings those dark flavor notes that oh, those more heavy yeah. heavy notes, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing that I always notice is after I after I blow out smoke, is it hangs around on the inside of my mouth, yeah. Yeah, in almost an oily manner.
3: Yeah, and your cheeks. Yes, it's yeah. almost got like, which yeah. is probably why it's taking the rye spice out of the whiskey
2: itself.
1: Now I could because that's could see where that. you
3: get that's your spice. Yep. palate It's on your it's tongue.
2: very weird to watch people do this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. You when you get done, you take a big puff, blow it out, and then you just kind of roll your tongue around your mouth, around your in front of your teeth, everything else you can kind of get an idea of what the flavors are doing in yeah. different regions of your mouth because your mouth, the taste buds, and all the different areas yeah. are creating this flavor. And you get different places. I mean, just like whiskey. When you put Absolutely. it on your tongue, it's one thing. When it rolls off the sides, it's one thing. When it goes under your tongue, it's one thing. Yeah. And it's just like the same way with smoke.
3: It does the exact same thing. Well, Booker No used to do that. He used to... I mean, that's what. What that's, was that one batch that he made? Like, Kentucky late? Chew. Yeah, that's that what. That's what he why. used to call it. He'd always he would, yep. chew his whiskey. He'd almost, yeah.
1: he'd damn near smack his lips together. Yeah. While rolling it around in his mouth. And, and there's something about that. I mean, there really is. And I will, I will say, that's what I've started doing when I'm tasting whiskey now too. Is, I almost swish it like a mouthwash. Yeah. To actually get a full flavor, because sometimes I find that the flavor that lasts on my tongue isn't long enough for me to actually be able to give any meaningful note whatsoever. We typically like to
2: do it just when we're trying to trigger people on here, when we're (laughs) (laughs) like...
3: No
0: mouth noises.
3: I I do it... No. I do it, like, once my palate has got acclimated to, like, whiskey. Like, it's pretty hard to do it, like, right at the beginning because it just blows your mouth out. Like, it's it's way too much, even at 100 proof, you know, so... Yeah, because the viscosity on
2: this whiskey, when you lay it out there and just let it roll off, you get that thick, heavy,
1: yeah, almost absolutely. kind of that
2: watered-down honey kind of note to it. Yeah, well,
1: and and yeah, I mean the rye spice. When I say it, the rye spice comes back. I just mean that it's finally there again. Like I actually taste a spice note. Yeah. <laughs> when I started this cigar, no, it was straight honey and caramel and vanilla sweetness, and it was great. Yeah, I, I really enjoy this pairing though, and it's actually something I'm probably going to do at home and when I'm here. Dope.
2: Well, you can talk into your microphones, guys. Yeah, I'm sure these no. guys want to hear what you're talking uh, about. Yeah, 120
1: proof. Cool. Uh, just a 10 year old pick, nothing crazy, but very, very flavorful. Yeah. And that's Isaiah will tell you, you know, even though you preferred the other stores over Lake Liquors, you tried that 14 year pick from Lake Liquor. Oh yeah. and It was still. I, here,
0: here's the deal, Eric. All of those 14-year picks that I've had are stellar. Stellar. From Knob Creek? Yeah. Yep. yeah. I go, Jake, that is the one bottle I will go out of my way to buy on secondary. Okay. Like, that's just, I love them.
3: If they have the year, the just like the 14
0: years? Yeah, I'm talking, I would say 13, 14-year. Yeah. I have one that's a little bit over 15 years. What do you like about them? I just i i do love the bean nuttiness. Okay, like that's one of my favorite things. And most of the time they're like brown sugar peanuts. Yeah, with a lot of oak presence. But I have never found one that hits that limit of over for me. I have because I am. Yeah, I have too. <laughs> I I am oak sensitive as far as all that goes. And, like, I've had EC-18s. I've had a million of them. Everyone's like, ah, oh, this is a good one. I think they taste bad. 18? EC-18. What? Yeah. It's Damn. not for me, man.
3: That stuff is like so, vanilla ice cream.
1: Well, oh, I, it tastes remember, like pencil it's, no. it's a single barrel. <laughs> no. and all dep- hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I've had four different EC-18s, and I can tell you about all four of them. I've, I've never had, had a good one. I've had one that was over-oaked. I have had one that falls right with what you're talking about being vanilla caramel and just almost yeah. damn near confectionery sweetness. I've had one that was perfectly balanced in oak and caramel and cherry that I'd push my own mother into traffic for another bottle of <laughs> and your only living parrot yes <laughs> Wow. Thank you. You made the dead jab joke. I appreciate <laughs> that. Jeez. Let's get this dark humor train going. <laughs> oh, <geez. Ooh. laughs>
3: That's rough. Uh-huh. I, ha- I do have a, uh, I have one last sample of my, no- I had a Knob Creek uh, 15-year-old pick yeah. down from uh, Toddy's. Yep. And it was called Grumpy Groundhog back I, in the day.
1: I've got. Uh, and
3: it was. It was good, if but you, that was one of the ones that I thought was really, really, if really you, oaky. Okay. If you've
1: been to Toddie's, then you know about Twix, don't you? Yep, I have one. Uh, I have all four. That's very cool. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this? not meaning that in a sarcastic way. They are, way. They are Russell's cool. reserve picks that are... They
3: do really, really good. They do really freaking yeah. good. Yeah. Their second one I think was my favorite.
1: Yeah, number two and number four were my favorites. But either way, uh, there was a Benny's pick of fourteen year knob creek that I bought. I might as well have disassembled the barrel and licked the oak stave. It wow. was that over oaked and that tannin, it was sour. Yeah. Sour? Sour, it was tannin. Ooh.
3: So it's kinda like we did a pairing uh, one time that when i did whiskey wednesdays and we i thought it was going to be good so like here for the people that are watching and listening um i always like to say this when i'm on podcast because a lot of people have a misconception on how to pair things right and i i would like to say that that's kind of one of my specialties um, with cigars and and bourbon Um, because a lot of people think that if you have like a high barrel proof alcohol that you have to have something that will stand up to it and that's not the case nope. at all. No. Um, and the reason why is because I know from experience, so what we did is we had um, we had the Kentucky Chew Booker's. Yep. And we paired it with the Oliva V Figurado. Ooh. And when we did that, that it just was— just
0: blasted that cigar. It was horrible.
3: Yeah. yeah. It was absolutely horrible. And that's not to say that both things were great on their own, but— They just didn't combine well. It, like you said, it tasted like if you licked a tree.
1: Like,
0: I mean, it was so dry, so so dark, so
3: bitter. Um, So I would uh, highly suggest to people that if they're trying to be like this connoisseur of pairings and talk to their friends and be cool about it, try to do some actual pairings and realize that what if you're you're looking for a
0: safe bet for a full bodied cigar, just about anything. Port or sherry finish, those red fruit notes work They'll really well with yeah, Well, and I'm,
3: I'm just saying, like, when you're pairing, I think it's important to find your base. Like, oh, yeah. Whether, what's your base going to be? Is it going to be this, you're, you're pairing the whiskey with the cigar? Well,
0: if, I, if I were pairing Booker's, you'd have to do the whiskey with the cigar. Cause I know.
3: It's, because means so the whiskey's different. your base. Yeah. Yeah. But I would stray to have something more medium to mild with that because you want to have. Something that will uh complement the yeah. big notes in Booker's. You don't want something that stands up to it. Yeah. No. So yeah.
0: That's how you end up
3: with no. palate fatigue.
2: The-
1: <laughs> All right, Booker's <laughs> a singing lead. You need the cigar to sing back up. Yeah. It's that simple.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good way to put it. That is a good way to put it. I like,
0: I, but probably not a Connecticut. <laughs> probably not a Connecticut. <laughs> no, but you I'd know I'd say what? a light Habano.
1: Like the Mildias. A light Habano. Yeah. <laughs> or I would also say something with a uh, Cameroon wrapper as well.
2: Yeah. yeah. A little sweetness. Yep. Yeah. yeah a little work. earthy sweetness in there. That'd be nice. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I agree.
0: Cool. Pairing theory. Pairing theory. That's what we yeah. do all the time, though. So.
1: Now you want to know what's fun is... The fiancé will go and either pick my whiskey or pick my cigar from the humidor for me, and then I have to pick up the other half of it.
0: That's pretty cool. So she's only doing half the work for you? No, because then she'll also— I thought you had her whipped into shape by now.
1: Oh, (laughs) jeez. I'm going to turn her loose on you. Yeah, you I, go, think, she, you I go. think she can take I you know both Carson. out. She's a nice lady. <laughs> she's, she's a, a very, very nice, nice lady, lady, but she's going to whoop you, son. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I live with a healthy fear of that woman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I have this book I've been reading. It's a two-volume book called, um, this. I think it's called The Cigar from Soil to Soul. Okay. And, um I this is one of the that. deepest, I mean, dives on everything down to tobacco and seed and regions all the way from, you know, Cuba to all the other regions and talking about every aspect of what goes into a cigar. And, dude, I'm telling you, this thing has got more detail than my mind can handle at times. Really? And they were talking a little bit about pairing theory and and um, some of that, too. So I'll, we'll get into that on a future episode as I get cool. through it because it's um, it's really kind of cool to... It kind of breaks down the regions of your, your mouth and your palate, your olfactory totally. systems and all the different things. Yep. You know, there like, is, like aromas one yeah. sense, olfactory retro it. Totally, it's like he calls it the retro olfactor, olfactory or olfaction oh, okay. or something like that. There um, is so there's much so much science it. behind it. There is. And I
1: would love to get a hold of that book whenever you're done with yeah. it because I want to read, Yeah, it's that. not
2: a cheap book. It's like a $350 book by the time wow. you get it yeah, done. I'm, I'm going to
1: borrow yours. Yeah, I, I, I got you. a I wedding to save for, man. Yeah, you, <laughs> so uh, really
0: when Rob and I first started this, we would go and grab a cigar from the humidor like, and we would just go around trying bottles until we found something that paired well. And then we finally <laughs> got decent at, like, just predicting pairings. like. But, but that's it probably, what you have to do. Yeah, you It probably do. took, like, ten pairings before Rob and I could be like, oh, yeah, this cigar, well, that'll go great with that bottle. It took bottle. the
2: drunken day to get us set to re- where we realized you don't want to try four Well, that's a pairings. byproduct. Well, I mean, but we did four pairings, and we did back-to-back shows. So yeah. we had eight pairings, Yeah. and it was a lot.
0: But That's it no. was a lot because Rob finished all of the pours. Well, duh. You don't waste duh. whiskey. I had yeah. VBS that night, abuse. so I couldn't do <laughs> it. He couldn't waste it's it. It's real simple.
1: That would have been a really fun VBS. Yeah, it so uh, would have been. I've had more fun VBS. You
2: ever seen Krusty Crown? Who, <laughs> hey, kids! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jeez. But, I mean, in, in all seriousness, like, I just put up some tasting notes for the uh, newest wild turkey master's keep called Unforgotten. And I had to do three tastings through it before I felt confident in giving my tasting notes. So it, it all comes from trial and error, and you have to take your time.
2: And getting your palate, like you, like you said earlier, getting your palate acclimated to the whiskey because yep. you know, least is actually awesome at this. She, she will never take a whiskey and drink one, one sip of it. She'll have her one, two, three sips, and she'll work her way through it, and she'll never make a determination until she gets past that third sip yeah. yep. because your, your, your senses have to actually get acclimated to that whiskey.
1: Well, and a little trick I took from Isaiah, he always talks about how before he does a barrel pick, he'll smoke a Mil-DS and drink JTS Brown. Mm-hmm. And if anything's off, then he knows he's not good for that pick, truthfully. Yeah, that, that's Agreed? It. Well, so, I only smoke a meal if I'm picking for the
0: shop. <laughs> that's yeah, fair. That's, it, yeah. but for that's me, my base,
1: too. Yeah. For, for yeah. me, what I did when I got home today before I wrote up those tasting notes, I went and had probably a one-ounce pour of Wild Turkey 101. I got acclimated to what that normal turkey profile is. I got acclimated to that proof because 101 proof versus 105 proof, you're not going to have that much of a difference. But I needed to be acclimated to that, and that is a massive thing. Yeah. Because what you take on a fresh palate versus what you take on one drink in, completely different.
3: My old base used to be, um, and what I mean by base is like my like go to was yeah. like a Placencia 146 Coseca Ooh. and Eagle Rare.
0: Yeah, That's- there you go. I mean, but we just picked with Backbone. Rob can tell you, I literally after we had lunch together, I had a flask of JTS Brown in my pocket.
2: We were sipping on that before
0: we. You've got to make sure your palate's fine before you go yeah. into it, because yeah. that first whiskey they show you might be fire. Yeah. But if it's your warm up pour for the day, you're, yeah. it might it's not, not be worth it. anything. Yeah.
3: No. It's like when we did our, so I just, but I a, choose
0: JTS Brown. Cause I know that bottle inside and out yeah, exactly. every single JTS Brown tastes the same. And I like it, Yeah, you know, no, it's a, it's a great wrong pour. with it. And yeah. it's way cheap and, again, Heaven Hill Heaven Hill. Yeah. and you can
3: find it in Indiana pretty prevalently. Yeah. That's why For 15 bucks a bottle. Yeah, yeah. I get a half gallon, but you know, I'm an alcoholic. So
1: <laughs> no, you're only an alcoholic. If you attend meetings, <laughs> That's true. Right now, you're a savant. Oh, savant. Gotcha. I like but it. But I will say, I
3: yeah, like Indiana. I don't know why. Um, does anybody know why Indiana gets like all of, like the really good like bottom shelfers? As far uh, as I don't know, so uh, Indiana and like Kentucky
0: J- like share a lot
1: of them together. I I can actually like, kind JW of answer Dan, that.
3: JTS Brown. And
1: why that is is because back in the day, there the distribution happened because you actually had a lot of distillery workers coming over from the Indiana border. Okay. All you got to do is- What, to Louisville? Yeah, okay. to Louisville, to Bardstown. There were plenty of guys back in the day that were do- making that drive. And so that's I mean, why it's still that's happening. I still not a bad
3: drive. No, it's no. not.
1: I mean, if well, you're-
3: Not from Columbus. I mean, it's a lot better than coming from Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> there's also a little bit with the uh, d- distributors,
2: too, because uh, I know for a fact that one of the distributors in Indiana- um, decided they didn't want to play the play the allocated game with Sazerac products, and they didn't. So Sazerac said, "Well, screw you. We'll just let you guys have small amounts coming into Indiana. Thus, we can't
1: get shit in Indiana." And on the Sazerac line. And thus, I know where a lot of it's hiding right now.
2: Yep. Yep. And <laughs> if you'd just, like to know? I know. Talk I know. to me after the show. Okay. But it's just one of those things where – the. but I'm talking about through the distributor. I can't get a lot of the Sazerac products in here unless I buy a shit ton of Wheatley and, yeah. and Fireball. Fireball, which I'll never, ever, ever, ever So do.
1: Speaking of Wheatley, there's actually a bar back home in Illinois that the reason that they got Weller 107 picks, Blanton's picks, uh picks, picks, their well vodka for all their drinks is Wheatley. Yeah. And so they go through it yeah
3: like I mean nothing. that's what burn does I mean, oh really yeah that's what I mean, and we just did a well we I say we still but um, I just did a uh, Blanton's pick with them
1: I saw that that's why so, I yeah. said I need to be in your line of work <laughs> yeah <laughs> forget so we, this 3d modeling stuff yeah. I need to be able to go out and pick barrels <laughs> yeah now
3: is another amazing experience I will say Heaven Hill has uh, a touch better um, uh, barrel I'd pick experience than Buffalo Trace. But like what you were saying, as far as like blowing your palate out, like right off the get-go, it was interesting, like walking into um, the Blanton's Rickhouse and... You know, you have four glasses in front of you, and it's already proofed down to 93 proof oh, and that, everything. That is
0: nice that they'll do that, because there's yeah. a lot of distilleries that you'll go and pick a low proofer, and they'll show them to the you cash strength. Yep. Well,
3: but Man, that's no as good. a whiskey geek and I... Oh, I know. I had I know. to try um, what they picked um, at cash strength, and it was absolutely phenomenal, but... Um, it was interesting because it was it was two Mondays ago and it was kind of a brisk morning, mm-hmm. and so, so whoever had set the setup up, um, they they did it way before like we ever got there. So we get there and the glasses are cold, the whiskey's cold, uh. um, and I couldn't get anything.
1: Well, no, not when of, it's
3: cold. Yeah. I couldn't get anything off of any of the glasses, and it took me to acclimate my palette to all of them. I tried all four of them, and then I tried all four of them again. And it was interesting because they had the they had all the cylinders they had graduated or uh, cylinders out. Yep. And they had those filled up and then I started smelling those and it was way different than smelling out of the little yeah. you know glasses they had and oh, that's yeah. what made the difference so I started like taking those around to the guys um, and we had one lady with us and and it made the world of difference yeah. and it made us it allowed us to kind of pick what was the best well, out I, of the four I, barrels
2: that's a that's a great point too cuz like when you're tasting whiskey If it's cold, you're not going to get a lot of those notes in it. And one night we were actually, we have have a couple of guys, actually three, three people that come in here, they love mead. So we were in here tasting mead and the bottles were cold. So I literally took them over there and I let them float in a warm bath of water over there and brought them out and they were just up at more like room temperature. And it brought out so much flavor. It does the exact same thing with whiskey. The more yeah. you get it up to room temperature or just slightly chilled maybe, yep. you're going to get so much more flavor out of it because it's made to be – more at a normal temperature, not well, cold. And yeah.
1: like Jake said, you know, he had the graduated cylinder and he, you had the Glencairn, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the, small
3: glass. It wasn't a Glencairn, but it was the, a tiny The glass. type of
1: glass and the shape of said glass will drastically change whatever you get on the nose. Yeah. It does. There's a but, reason well, why it, wine It changes glasses your perception, shape.
0: too. Like, it does. The craziest thing was is my first ever trip down to Starlight, like, it did, the, did the tour... And of course starlight distillery will just run you through barrels in the rig yeah, house until will. you're drunk just yep. on a tour yeah. So i'm there i come home with like four bottles <laughs> you know it's a good time good time Great down at time. starlight and that was when their prices were still decent because this was probably a year and a half ago right and uh, I remember those times and uh it, and i got them home threw them into glens and i was like <sighs> This is a different thing Yeah
1: yep. completely. It's completely
0: And then I got Got it back out And got my starlight glass And was like oh, this is what I remember it being. And then I was like, oh, no. Yeah, it's oh, weird. I got to have glassware. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, it, and, and that's a different piece just depending on glassware. Like the little the little starlight glasses that they'll give you on tours and on tastings. They're like baby wine glasses with a stem.
1: Yeah. And, but
0: they make it taste so much sweeter. And, and the nose on them
1: just. And that's, that's, that's what I'll do. Like if. Like today, when I tried to give tasting notes for that wild turkey, I put it in a Norland glass that had the little fins in the bottom. I then transferred and did my nosing. I transferred it over to a Glencairn, did my nosing, and I put it in a Starlight glass, actually. Because I know all three of those glasses produce completely different noses. Yeah. So I wanted to see what was consistent across the board before I wrote a single thing down. and It's... With the the engineering background that I have, the science and the variables that are involved, I freaking love it. It It's pretty cool. It just makes me, it makes my little ADHD brain tick so hard. The only
0: thing I will say, and I'm throwing shots here, don't trust anybody that tastes whiskey out of rocks glass. You can't get a good nose (laughs) on that to save your life. And and that's why you can
1: trust me if I'm giving you Wild Turkey 101 notes. Out of a rocks glass. Well, because
0: one drank it a million times out of a <laughs> glen. But that's one of the problems I
2: have because, I mean, you go to a lot of whiskey lounges and that's all they pour that's all they Yeah, that's and all I, they yeah. And I don't them. understand that because, I mean, I, I've, I've been to some really high-end ones that have some amazing bottles. And you're like, yeah, I'll take a pour of that. Well, Heaven Hill 17, for example, first time we had that. It came out in a freaking rocks glass. Was it what? a double God, rocks or
0: a single it. rocks? Like the huge
1: rocks glass? It, it was a, was a huge glass. Like oh, yeah. not even like the small ones no. that you have? No. and oh, it was mercy. just like,
2: and it was amazing. I cannot wait for Lisa to get into her bottle with a Glenn because I think she's just going to be floored what it does. She's going to be over the moon. Yeah. Yep. That was, uh, that was her unicorn bottle that a group of us all got together and bought her for her birthday. Oh, very so, cool. She's got her uh, Heaven Hill 17 The 17
3: now. Heritage. Yeah.
2: Nice. And it's yeah. even
1: signed by uh, Max Shapiro. Yeah. Oh, very cool.
3: CEO. Yep. Him very and cool. the distiller, both.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, I
3: had
2: both signatures on the bottle. It's pretty cool. Very awesome.
0: That is pretty cool. But,
2: but we're, we're really down third. to the
0: final. Yeah. It's extremely... Uh, charred toast at this point yes. yeah. on the, on the pallet, on the retro hill, there, there's a little bit more spice, but it's still in that baking spice realm. It, it doesn't get
3: bitter though. That's what's no, exciting. And it, yeah. and it's not,
0: it's not light up your nose sort of spice on there, which again, I love that when that comes, but I that's not the cigar. No. And honestly, if it was on this cigar, I'm not sure it would have a place. So no, yeah, it, you know. it
1: never, it never gets bitter and it never really gets overpowering. No. The the strength ramps up, but it does it in a very natural way. Yeah. For lack of a better term. you are definitely into
2: a medium to medium full range right now. Yeah. And it's so good. But it's perfect. It's right Uh, where it needs to be. Like I've said
1: from the beginning, balance is the best word I have for this because there are very few cigars that I will smoke to the nub, and this is one of them.
2: Yeah. And that, that whiskey, man.
0: Oh honey, yeah. honey, honey. Oh my gosh, that is just yeah. getting better and better. Yeah. It just reminds me now of clover honey, oak, and uh and there's still some cinnamon presence on that whiskey. Yeah. And
1: maybe that's where I'm getting that kind of like hot honey idea in my gotcha. back of Could my mind.
0: The yeah. combo of the two, for sure. It is actually a really good pairing. Mm-hmm.
2: It's I'm a glad. great pairing.
3: Glad we glad well you did this wrong. Well,
2: no, you you're you the one that picked it. Good <laughs> job, buddy. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Yeah, cheers, cheers, cheers. Nice. Cheers, cheers, cheers. There we go. We got (laughs) you. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. So, again, guys, this pairing will be available for the next week, so come in and try it. Even if you don't get it during this week and you want to try it, I mean, we'll have these cigars for a little while longer. Yeah. Um, I think we had a total of maybe 10 boxes. I uh, may try to get a few more of them if we can possibly get them. You but, can get more. Okay. So we'll work on that too. But And the Heaven Hill, I finally uh, got to the point where I can buy a lot of the Heaven Hill products on the allocated side and not worry about it. So that's worked out nice. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and I will say, uh, that's one thing I'm working on too in the next year is doing this uh, a mellow Hill. corn pick. No, not a mellow <laughs> yes. corn pick.
1: Corn. No. Come on, Rob.
0: <laughs> No. no, we're doing an no. Elijah
1: Craig pick, Elijah and you're Craig, not coming. Elijah no, Craig we'll, I'm a coming
0: on Elijah. I would love an Elijah Craig No, idea. we're bringing so I'm, Jake. <laughs> I'm really working well, we can bring him, too. Or I a guess. Larceny Barrel Proof pick. No, I'm not a big fan of the Larceny I, Barrel I've Proof. I've not had much really? of the Larceny stuff, and, I'm ha- and the some of the older ones? barrels are fantastic. Okay, the Batched Larceny Barrel Proof, I have never found one that nailed my palate. Wait
3: till you try some 11, 12-year like, Larceny Barrel Proof. Yeah, it's darn good. Rob's a hard
0: sell on okay. a weeded bourbon, though. Yeah, I'm not a big
1: it
3: don't taste weeded at that proof.
1: Okay, no, it doesn't. True. At that's
3: 128 true.
0: proof, I will it's believe. Pretty you. Amazing,
1: it's stellar. Well, and, it's and dangerous. That first weeded we had
2: from Backbone, we were down there. Actually, that was one of the ones I liked. That was actually you top loved
1: four. that wheat whiskey. The yeah, first one, that's uh, it a was one a wheat whiskey. wheat whiskey. Yeah, yeah one of the best bourbon.
3: weeded bourbons is Corsets and Whips by Journeymans.
1: Yes, still it is. That's one of the
3: best
0: weeded bourbons on the market. I've had that. I smashed a bottle of that at one of my friends' weddings. <laughs> Very crushable. I mean, oh, unfortunately,
3: yeah. I mean it's coming from Michigan. I mean, I'm an Ohio State guy, so. Oh okay. yeah. And hey, who, who won this good past game? I know. I know.
2: <laughs> that was brutal, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. that was, it was brutal. Bad. So
3: they got <laughs> two. They got two out of the last fifteen. That's fine.
2: Yeah, and that just dated this <laughs> it's show. It's just the last so. two. That's the problem. Yeah. 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 But. But yeah. Well, thanks a lot, guys, for listening in. Again, thank you, you guys, for coming in. Thank yeah, you, Jake, absolutely. for coming thank over. You. Thank you for having,
0: thank me you for on. having me on. Yeah, uh, this has been a good time. So, uh, be sure if you haven't yet, check us out on the podcast platforms. We're on all of them. Yep. Uh, which is a fairly recent thing for us. I think this will be our fourth Third or fifth or fourth. episode yeah, posted. So, check us out there. If you don't like watching an hour and forty-minute YouTube video. Uh, which I can't imagine doing that. But, hey, no. some, a lot of you guys do, and yeah. I appreciate you for yeah, it. Yeah,
2: we appreciate everyone that's been following us along on this. I mean, we started doing this mainly because of the little small segment we do on the, the Pulpit Podcast. But, you know, we've actually started having fun with this, and people are enjoying it. And now that we're being able to invite some guys on here with us, this has been an absolute blast to do. Yeah. So, so again, you can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar.
1: Yeah, you can find me at The Whiskey Pastor. You can find me at the Bourbon Cowboy 72. Yep, and then
3: uh, Jake Sanders with Crown Head Cigars. My handle is at Jake's with an S underscore Finer Life.
2: Yeah. So thanks again, guys. Come in and check it out.
0: Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you.